So if you want to hear more of our podcast, please click on jamesandsana.com and you can hear our previous episodes. And please subscribe because James has some good word of wisdoms every morning to share with you guys through that email that comes into your inbox. Okay. Did you do it on time together? I did it right after I said go, which is exactly when you're supposed to okay, do it. Okay, when you say one, <laughs> one, two, three, go. That's how I do it. Yeah, it's basically go, dot. So I don't hit it right when I say go. It's go, hit. Yeah, same as me. Kind of in time. Yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty good at getting it in time. Right. see how many more podcasts we do with this cockamamie remote setup but it works cockamamie is a sweetheart there are a lot of words i need to teach you before your interview (laughs) if you go into that interview at the consulate in ho chi minh city and you don't know the word cockamamie they might not issue the visa i'm a little worried honey they don't care if i know cockamamie or papa (laughs) mimi or schmeckel <laughs> All they care is whether I can fly that <coughs> racket to Mars or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we need to give our listeners a bit of a picture of what our current situation is. Mm-hmm. We're recording this on uh, the 15th of January, which is a Saturday. I am four days removed from getting on, you know, a plane, uh, actually three planes, to fly from Virginia Beach to Hanoi, Vietnam, where I have been splitting time uh, over the last three years. <clears throat> About half the time I've been here in Virginia, so I can be near my son and have have as pod- positive influence in his life as possible. And then the other half has been, of course, living with Sana. And we're waiting on her visa to be approved, which you've already heard us made reference to. Um, So we are days away from being reunited, and we're, of course, very excited about it. Well, at least I am. I'll let Sana speak for herself. Of course I am. What are you talking about, honey? Of course you are. Of course you are. Of course you say that for the cameras. Of course. When the cameras are rolling, of course you say that. I cleaned the whole house for you today. (laughs) <laughs> While you were okay. moving out your stuff. All right. So anyway, Sana <clears throat> is getting the place ready for me. And I was busy, unbelievably busy yesterday, Friday the 14th, um, just moving out. I have a storage space in Virginia Beach where I have... This time I have bought some furniture that it's, is worth keeping. <laughs> <laughs> And so, why are you laughing? I'll I love them. Storing, you, you've got great taste, honey. Right. So I'll be storing the little bit of furniture that I've uh, purchased in my short time here, as well as my car in the storage unit. 
Um, and that's actually better because last year I was paying $125 to store my car per month. Mm-hmm. And this one is just over $200 per month. So I'm basically storing my car and all of our furniture mm-hmm. for just a little bit more than what I was paying to just store my car. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's actually a pretty good deal, uh, relatively speaking. And so uh, yesterday was uh, just, there's no getting around it. It was busy and I am feeling it today. Very physically demanding, very uh, just uh, draining emotionally, physically, especially physically. But what can I say? It's done and I'm out of the, the place and I'm not rushing around to move out of a place. Everybody listening to this has moved and you know what it's like. That last day, the last couple of days is, is it's, it's just extremely stressful and call it intuition, call it wisdom, whatever. But I wised up and got a hotel for the last four or five, I, I guess the last five days, four full days, five nights. Yeah. Five, four, four nights and five days, I should say. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, uh, got a nice place. It's, uh, on the ocean front ocean view and uh it's great it's off season rates so it's a it's it's a nice place it's it's a good way to do it um and now i'm here at the library here in virginia beach because my room isn't quite ready yet i'll get a text message saying that it's ready to check in get my stuff in there and and then the official um r&r before the rigors of travel in covid era We'll begin. But I'm here at the library. It's nice and quiet. Found a nice quiet place here at the Central Library in Virginia Beach. And so I said, you know what, honey? Let's just record a podcast. Why not? What better time to record a podcast than hours after moving out of my house (laughs) in between? I'm homeless. (laughs) My room isn't ready yet. I'm at the library. What better time to record a podcast? So here we are. <laughs> it's kind of how we roll. So, so that's that. That is the picture of what what we're doing for anyone that is interested. And if you're not interested, well, that's what we're doing. And so, eat it. Sana is apparently so taken by my vivid description of our circumstances that she is speechless. I have left you speechless. <laughs> is this true? Is there anything that you have to add? Um, no, honey. You explained it quite vividly. Great. Well, see, the thing with the podcast is we actually say things that people listen to. And so that's sort of what we're going for is verbiage. Silence is what we don't want. Honey, great communication is both <laughs> verbal and nonverbal. You do the verbal communication, I do nonverbal communication. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't exactly translate well to an audio show, sweetheart. So <laughs> you <laughs> Unless we can somehow use the silence to create a picture in people's minds, uh, people are left 
wondering what in the world is going on. So it's it's almost 11 p.m. over where Sana is. It's 11 a.m. here. We're both exhausted for different reasons. So if you hear us yawning, that's why. Oh, so, sweetheart, how was your day? Oh, I, I would talk to you in the morning when I woke up. On, up until the time how picked me up. I went to the tailor, got my dress. I also ordered a new suit for you, plus a dress pant. Then I came back to Eco Park. I start cleaning. I notice I have a lot of stuff that I have to get rid of. So I kind of... Mm, a big bag or suitcase of clothes. I just put it out uh, for somebody to pick it up. And when the second time I went to the location I left it, it was not there. So I'm happy that somebody actually uh, could use it. And then right. I also cleaned your room. And um, it's mm-hmm. dusted. It's clean. It's ready. The wardrobe's ready, hangers are ready, everything is fine. Right. Um, I'm pretty much like yeah. just done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, the place that I just moved out of, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not a slob. And I'm, you, I take care of business, I keep after myself. I'm pretty, I'm not a neat freak, but I'm not a slob either. Right. And just cleaning... I, I couldn't believe how much dust and dirt I swept out of the house. Mm. And I take care of it. I sweep every day. Not just about every day. I'll just give it a good sweeping every day. Mm-hmm. And there's so much stuff. Dust and stuff. I couldn't believe it. You probably found a lot of stuff that you lost long ago. <laughs> yeah, like my wedding ring. <laughs> <laughs> But that I lost my that wedding ring. Gabriel found it. Huh? Yes, Gabriel found that he one. He has eye of an eagle. But that was underneath. <laughs> that was that was underneath a cushion of the chair. I know, and you all the while sitting on it, talking to me. Where did I put it? Where did I put it? <laughs> Not knowing you're sitting there right. farting on it. Exactly. In the meantime, I went and got a a new ring. <laughs> Because I knew it was just a matter of time before I find it, and I thought I should have a backup for when I do lose it. And it's always like that, honey. It. When you go and get a new one, <laughs> the old ones suddenly show up. <laughs> and that's exactly why I went to buy it, because the sooner I buy a new one, the sooner I can find the old one. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> so, um, anyway, Gabriel, my son, he's seven years old, he was... I don't know what he was doing, but for some reason he took the cushion off of the chair and he said, hey, Dad, here's your, is this your ring? It's like, oh, my goodness, yes, there it is. And so I gave him the, the newer one, the sterling silver one, as a gift, <laughs> as, a, as a reward for finding my wedding ring. So I hope he took it because I didn't see it. I assume he took it. I'll talk to him today and see if he took it. I hope he did. Otherwise, it's... It wasn't expensive, but something like that you don't want to lose. 
has value to him. Right. It's like a promise. Because that's like, that's like his reward mm-hmm. for doing a good job at something. He'll definitely remember that. If he has it, you can help him to get one of those key holders and add it, add to it and hang it on his bag. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the best way to, to do it. Because he can, Cause he I cannot hold it all the time. Yeah, he can't put it on his finger. And if if it's just a ring, he's going to lose it. Mm. I think I was thinking, like his Minecraft bag, where he puts he keeps his his video game thing. Mm. Put it put it there. That probably be the best. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. One of those rings. And that way. That can put yeah. a lot of stuff in a key it. Ring. Yeah, key rings. Yeah, key ring. Yeah, that'd probably be the best thing for him. Or you can get him a Anyhow. ring his size today. We could, yeah. I was I was thinking about doing that, but then it's it. This is Daddy's ring. Yeah, that's very. And this special. is dad, Daddy's ring mm. that he got for his marriage to his stepmother, mm. and that. I mean, I can get him a ring, but it's not going to mean anything as right. as much as it is. Dad, this is Daddy's ring, and he gave it to me. But I, that yeah, that that idea is really cool. I really like what you're saying. <coughs> yeah. uh, but I also He'll value that. Mm-hmm. But I also like if you can get something that you have and he has, and you can carve your names on it, like Daddy love you, or Daddy love Gabriel. Yeah, but then it, it. But y- y- we can, yeah, we can do that. But it becomes his ring. It it might not be a ring. Right, it like could be it, something else. Yeah, but what what will, what will make it special for him is that this is Daddy's ring for his marriage to Sana. Yeah, that. Who and he gave it to me. Yeah, I'm talking about something else, another gift. Yes. Okay. Okay. Something That's extra. Totally yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I don't know if a maybe a bracelet or something. Yeah. I don't know if a ring would be the right Both thing. of you can have one of yeah. those cool bracelets yeah, with um, a little mm-hmm. plaque on it where you can write Daddy Love Gabriel yeah. or Gabriel Love Daddy for yours. Totally. And then have this um, leather kind of a band. Mm-hmm. You can get it in shopping mall, I guess. One of those yeah. freestanding places. They've got all these fancy... Teenage style, you know, bracelets. Yeah, you get something that matches his personality. Because mm. he's not five years old anymore. He's not the. He's not the cute, cuddly Gabriel. Of <laughs> he's still cute. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> he's very cute, but he's he's definitely becoming like a man. Older. Yeah. And he's. He's more of a man. See, he's not a man, but he's more of a man. Mm. Like you can see that he's becoming a man, <coughs> mm-hmm. rather than the the toddler mm-hmm. or the four year five year old. Right. You- he's independent. He can make decisions. It's not just it's not just the impulse of a four year old. He he's developing a bit of that uh, patience, <coughs> a bit of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> very small bit of it, but you can see it. Oh, he's patient. <laughs> Because even if you tell him not to play game and he's patient and he still respects you, 
It's true. He, I think this <clears throat> this whole experience with his parents separating has, in a way, it, it has it has taught him some good lessons in life. Honestly, that we all learn eventually. Mm. Honestly, I think he really coped with it really well. Mm-hmm. I sometimes feel like he's he's enjoying his life this way because <laughs> he has two homes and he has his own little secret with two different parents, two, I mean, mom and dad. Yes. Kids grow up to yes. like this type of, you know. If mom doesn't give me, I'll ask dad. <laughs> if dad doesn't give me, I'll ask mom. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I think he has a pretty good life, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, he likes it. I know I can see it from his face. Yeah, his mom and I have... Hopefully things are on the mend. It's, they seem to be doing better. Uh, so that was probably a little traumatic for him. But uh, I think I think he lives a really good life. <laughs> Honestly, he's it's pretty pretty good. I am looking at this book right in front of me, and it's the title is Eating Vietnam. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I think the it's probably about Vietnamese food. Can you go grab it? Yeah, sure. Give, give me a second. All right, so it's eating Vietnam. Here, I'll show it to you. Wow, <laughs> this patch is yeah. from a, a a blue plastic table. Mm. This is pretty authentic, honey. Um, this it definitely looks like it's Hanoi. Out of so um, many books in this huge library, and this book is right in front of your face. Looking right at me. How about that? There's a uh, message let me see in if it. I can read that. You know, honey, you remember uh, you here. said uh, how you went to that Presbyterian church and you felt like there was a calling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we were talking the other day yes. how our life we planned, and then there was always this sign that we had to turn. Mm-hmm. Our head towards it. <laughs> uh, a journalist takes us on a colorful and spicy gastronomic tour through Vietnam in this entertaining, offbeat travel memoir. Growing up in a small town in central England, Graham Holiday wasn't keen on travel. But in his early 20s, he saw a picture of Hanoi that sparked his curiosity and propelled him halfway across the globe. Graham didn't want to be just a tourist in a foreign country, though. He was determined to live in it. An ordinary guy who liked trying interesting food, he moved to the capital city and embarked on a quest to find real Vietnamese food. In Eating Vietnam, he chronicles his odyssey in this enticing, unfamiliar land infused with sublime smells and tastes. Traveling through the back alleys and across the boulevards of Hanoi, where home cooks set up grills and strip down stands serve sumptuous fare on blue plastic furniture. We all know what that looks like. <laughs> yeah. He risked, he risked uh, dysentery, giardia, and diarrhea to discover a culinary <laughs> treasure trove that was truly unique. Graham, Graham shares every bite of the extraordinary fresh dishes, pungent and bursting with flavor, that he came to love in Hanoi, Saigon, and the countryside. Here, too, are the remarkable people who became a part of his new life, including his wife, Sophie. Funny, charming, and always delicious, eating Vietnam will inspire armchair travelers those with curious palates and everyone itching for a taste of adventure. Cool. 
So interesting. He grew up in Rugby, England. <laughs> Moved to Ikson, South Korea, in '96 to teach English. Interesting, honey. Well, I can't, I can't uh, check it out because I won't be able to return it. Right. Actually, maybe I still have four, three days here. I can check it out and return it before I leave. Why not? Wow! Look, suddenly the yeah, sun is shining on your bright forehead. <laughs> why not? Uh, forward by Anthony Bourdain. Oh, I know him. <clears throat> yeah. You you do? What's he like? He's he's the guy who travels and tries all different exotic food in the world. There is a TV show as well. Mm-hmm. You can see it on yeah. YouTube. Mm-hmm. It says uh, the price is $27. So maybe I'll just check it out. Uh, that's a thick. Oh, I don't think that's I'll, a thick book. Yeah, I won't. I won't read all of it, but I can read some of it. This is. I mean, to read thousand pages about food, it's gonna be boring. I think. <laughs> three hundred words. <laughs> uh, three hundred pages. Three hundred pages about gastronomy. <clears throat> if you are not a hospitality <laughs> student, you better not read the whole thing. But if you're a hospitality student, <laughs> you should chew word by word. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the second book on that shelf? Eat more better. Why are you on a section where all the eatery and gastronomy books are? <laughs> well, it's the food and drink section, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, above that is A Greener Life. Uh, let's see here. We've got upstream the honey bus uh rat terrier uh let's see here the missing ingredient quick and simple by Jacques Pepin <coughs> the Poland family table Marcus off duty recipes I cook at home the missing ingredient I already said that one uh let's see here Almost from scratch, all about dinner. The ultimate everyday cookbook, and these are all a good thirty feet away. So I am uh, <laughs> passing my eye exam right now. Your eyes are perfect. <laughs> my eyes work. I can see far pretty <laughs> well, but close I cannot. My eyes, right. my eyes, kind of go into each other, and everything becomes blur. Yeah. Right. So anyway, that is what is <coughs> going on in James and Sana's life right now. <laughs> it's now eleven o'clock. Hopefully, I'll get a text soon that my room is ready. But until then, we'll just chill out. Maybe I'll go get some coffee, some food, and um, just just re- relax. Right. You know, I was uh, really. It, it occurred to me, you know, when you when you get a little bit older, you get to be 45 years old, you begin to become aware of your mortality. Wow, you still remember about, about your 45 years old? You have a great <laughs> memory, honey. I think, right, I think it's, unless you play uh, NFL football or something, where your body is taking a beating all the time, and by the time you're 30, you're 
completely broken down. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you live a normal life like myself, where you're not doing something like that, you don't really think about mortality. You just you just go. You just do. And it doesn't occur to you that you know you're not going to be able to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. There's there's going to be a time when you can't do this. You don't think about that. Right. <laughs> but now that I'm 45, halfway to 90, it it has it's you you begin to think about that. You think, man, I I won't be able to do this. I can do it now, but 15 years from now I'm going to be 60. 25 years from now I'll be 70. And yesterday. What I did yesterday by myself moved a queen-size bed down 14 steps into the moving truck, a bookcase, a day bed, uh, my stand-up desk, my table. I did that all by myself. And there was a time where, you know, when I was 30, I could do it and it'd be nothing. I wouldn't feel it. I'd feel a little tired, but that's it. But yes, uh, today, I was thinking, I'm really grateful that I have my health. Amen. <laughs> I'm really grateful that I have the health and vitality to do what I did yesterday. I don't take it for granted like I used to. Yes. I think you're strong and healthy. And I'm grateful mm-hmm. for that too. And it's, and I was very aware of what I was eating. I had a nice smoothie with uh, my pr- whey protein powder, um, veggies. What do you put in your food. Um, smoothie, honey? Why don't you tell us? James make pretty uh, amazing smoothie. Every morning he drinks. Tip, typical smoothie will have blueberries, strawberries, banana. Uh, the the liquid is like uh, usually an almond milk or an oat milk uh, and then I put in kale sometimes carrots <clears throat> and then I'll have um, powders usually whey protein powder that I get from Keon which is Ben Greenfield's company um, I think yesterday I used the last of the Keon aminos and I kind of wish that I'd saved the aminos for today because aminos are good for recovery. Um, and then I'll put in my Keon Immune, which is vitamin C and zinc. It just I'll just take the pills that I would normally take and just open up the capsules and just put the powder in. Uh, and then I'll put in s- like a spoonful of honey, oh, like organic wild honey, just just to give it some sweetness. Your honey is not wild, but it can give sure sweetness. My, my honey is very, very wild. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be reminded of the wildness in about six days. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyhow, uh, yeah, you just become aware of your mortality and... You don't take for granted that you can do, be really physical like I was yesterday and just go, 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 go. And, uh, yeah, 
But you get it done, you know? Productivity. Have you ever heard that word, productivity? Productivity? <laughs> yes. Mm. You plot along. <laughs> yeah. You plot along just a little bit each day. That's plotting, like the turtle. Mm. <clears throat> That's a book that I read by uh, Douglas, Douglas Wilson. He's a pastor in Idaho. Um, well, you've done a lot, good, but you're good in a good shape today. You're doing a podcast. You look fresh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mentally I'm fine. Mentally I'm great. Physically I'm I'm a little slow. <laughs> I'm not physically I'm walking slow. I'm not I I yesterday it was good. Today is just I just have to take it easy today. Recovering today from yesterday. <clears throat> just want you to go to that hotel and put your legs up lay down a little bit you're on your feet since yeah, yeah, I yesterday yeah I wish I could honey I just gotta wait till my room is ready did you tell them I'll get that text did you tell them that you Sweetheart, don't you're in the library right now if I were to tell them do you think that the person at the front desk would care they're human beings they have heart <laughs> I'll say, I'm at the library right now. The front desk girl is going to be like, that's great. Wonderful. What can I do for you? <laughs> is there anything I can do for you? <laughs> so, I mean, I've already paid for it. But I don't think they, I think this time of year, they don't really have the same amenities that they have in the summertime. Hmm. Like, I think there's usually a restaurant, that, but it's now closed because it's winter. And it's COVID time. So, Who's going to travel? <clears throat> I think should be available and ready. <laughs> nah, there's plenty of travel, honey. I think things shut down for a couple of months here, but it's been pretty much open. It's been open since I returned in um, August of 2020. It's been open. Hmm. <clears throat> so... Anyhow, uh, you want to call it? It's a good podcast. Yeah. Okay. You need to give the call to action for our listeners. Well, thank you for tuning in. We're going to be in your earball soon. <laughs> I'm copying my husband. So if you want to hear more of our podcast, please click on www.jamesandsana.com and you can hear our previous episodes. And please subscribe because James has some good word of wisdoms every morning to share with you guys through that email that comes into your inbox. Um, my name is Sana and I had the pleasure of doing this podcast with my lovely husband, James Newcomb. <laughs>